invite you to open your Bibles this morning to the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, uh, chapter 1, and in verse 28, I want to say this, that from the beginning, from the very beginning, our Father's intention is blessing. It is His intention for His blessing to be upon all of His people. And it is because of his great love and his great, absolute, mighty grace that you and I can live our lives in his blessing. In Genesis 1.28, right after that he breathed into man the breath of life, the Bible says, and God blessed them. And said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fall of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord, the scripture says, It maketh one rich, or it maketh rich, or it enhances your life. The blessing of the Lord, when it comes upon your life, it enriches your life to receive the fullness of what the Father has in store for you. It is His will and it is His plan for the blessings of the Lord to be upon His people. We look at Genesis chapter 12 and in verse 1 we see something that God had spoke to Abram or Abraham He says, now in Aaron, the Lord said to Abram, go for yourself for your own advantage. I want you to pay particular attention to that phrase. The Lord is saying, I want you to go now for yourself. And if you will obey what I tell you to do, it will be to your advantage. Have you discovered that when you do the will of God, It is for your advantage. And the neat thing about the Lord's commandments and His leadings and His direction is this. Is that His commandments are not grievous. He will never have you to do something that will bring your life down. You may not understand how the Lord is leading or why He's leading you in a certain direction... But at the end of the day, you will discover that it is always to your advantage. Amen? Amen. And so we see, go for yourself and for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives, and from your father's house. Now, oftentimes, before our life can operate to the fullness of the blessing, we've got to get away from certain things. I know that was the case in my life when I first got born again. I had to get away from the city for a period of time. I had to get away from certain friends, from certain people that would bring me down. And so he's telling Abraham, I want you to get away from your country, from your relatives in his case, and your father's house. Now notice this. To a land that I will show you. Now, what this says to me is this, is God doesn't show us everything at one time. Now, we just prayed today, right? 
that wisdom and counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters. But notice with me, he said, I am going to show you this land, but first you must go away. You must be able or willing to take the first step. And our Christian life is a walk of faith. In Psalms 27, verse uh, 37, 23, he says, The steps of a good man, what are they? They are ordered or they are ordained of the Lord. That word ordered there is a military word. And the picture that I get from that is this is our commander-in-chief, the head of the church, orders our steps. And the neat thing about it is this. He considers you and I good people. He says the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. He's not going to give any steps to Gomer Pyle spiritually. He's not going to give any directions to people that he knows that he can't trust. And so he says, my steps are ordered of you. Now notice in verse 2 of this same chapter. And as a result of that, I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. That's neat, isn't it? An abundant increase of favors. And I will make your name famous. Now notice with me, it is not my responsibility to bring his favor into my life. Nor is it my responsibility to make my name famous. It is God's responsibility. It is God's favor and God's doing in your life that will cause you to increase in the favor of the Lord and to cause you to triumph in every area of your life. Now notice, I will make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing. Look at your neighbor and say, you will be a blessing. Now say it with me. I will be. I I am. am A blessing. blessing. Pray it like this. Lord, Lord, make me me a blessing. blessing. He says, and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Now, it's interesting to me that in order for Abraham and in order for us to dispense good to others, we've got to have some good to dispense. Every good gift comes from Him. And in order then for us to be a blessing, we first of all must be blessed. Well, I came by to tell you today that you are the blessed of the Lord. And the blessing of the Lord is upon your life. And as you look for it, And expect it and talk about his blessing upon your life. The blessings of God will begin to overtake you. And you'll get so loaded down with the blessings of God. That you will be a dispenser of blessing to other people. Lord make us a blessing. Make Heart of the Bay a greater blessing in this community than we've ever been. Make our lives a blessing unto you. And for the glory of God. Can you say amen? Amen. Now as you study the word of God. You see the blessing on his people. 
all throughout the Old Covenant, all throughout the New Covenant. Let's crack this out today. Look with me at Galatians chapter 3, verse 9. Galatians, the third chapter in the ninth verse. It says, so then, they which be of faith. Now, let me ask you something. Are you of faith? Has not God placed his faith on the inside of you? Has he not given you the measure of mountain moving faith? So we could say that we are of faith. We have his faith in our hearts. So then, they which be of faith, that's you and that's me, we are blessed. Now notice, with who? We're blessed with, he didn't just say we're blessed with Abraham, but we are blessed with who? We are blessed with faithful Abraham. Now at one time, he called Abraham the friend of God, did he not? And now he calls Abraham faithful. What does he call you? What does he call me? He calls you and me as we're obedient to his word. He calls us faithful. So being faithful is then a key to the blessing of God rising up strong in your life. And they which are of faith, they are blessed with faithful Abraham. Now look at verse 13 and verse 14. Did you wear your shouting clothes today? Look at here. He says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Why? Because he was made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14, here it is. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon you in the Bay Area. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon you in Oakland. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon you in your life. Now notice, through Jesus Christ. You didn't work this blessing up yourself. This blessing is available to all that will call upon the name of the Lord. Have you called upon him? Well, then the blessing of Abraham belongs to us. Now notice, Through Jesus Christ. Not through your good looks. Not through your works. It is through Jesus Christ that the blessing is upon your life. I love it, don't you? That we might, now notice, that we might, that's conditional. That we might, that means we might not. That we might receive now the promise of the Spirit through what? See, you can sit here all day long and I can preach till I'm blue in the face or red in the face and tell you you are blessed. But if you don't believe it, it won't do you any good. So I'm encouraging you to mix some faith now. Get yourself stirred up and start believing and saying, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I am blessed. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed everywhere I go. And don't stop there and say, and I also am a blessing. 
Now verse 29. Look at this with me. Verse 29 says, If you be Christ. In Galatians 3.29 it says, If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? I got a question for you. Are you Christ? Do you belong to Christ? Are you part of His family? Well, the Bible says, If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? Now listen, and you are an heir according to the promise. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That means I'm well in my soul. How you doing upstairs, Pastor? It is well with my soul. That means it is well with my body. How's everything going in your body? It is well with my body. How is it in your relationship with Brenda? I'm going to tell you right now, it is good, it is well, it is awesome. Because the blessing of God is upon my life. And His blessing is upon your life. Oh, man. God has announced it. God has conferred it. Man. In the United States, you know, when we elect a president, when we elected President Obama... We really elected him. We don't do like they do in Britain where they confer a name upon royalty. When Prince Edward married Kate Middleton, you know what? They changed her name. And they changed her name to the Duchess of Cambridge because she married into royalty. And now because of being married into royalty, she's entitled to certain rights and privileges in the kingdom of God. You and I have been joined unto the Lord and we are one spirit. We were brought out of darkness into the royal family of God. Not only are we in the royal family of God, but we are the bride of Christ and we are married to Jesus Christ. Woo! Glory to God. And now as part of His family, we are royalty with rights and privileges and advantages and divine favor every area of our life. Man, that's good news. And you know what? You didn't earn it. But by faith you received it. I'm looking at King Richard down there. King Richard. There's King James Richardson on the front row. George Amaral comes to church. His name is King George. King Tomas Hernandez, the king of Spain. Hallelujah. We're kings and priests unto him. He's crowned us with glory. He's crowned us with honor. He's crowned us with his blessing. And you know, the good news is this. is He is, you are on his mind. Look with me at Psalms 115 real quickly. The word to confer means this. When he announces and he confers blessing upon you, he's saying, I'm granting you favors, benefits, and privileges to be enjoyed. Rights that are permanent. In Psalms 115, verse 12. The Lord has been mindful of us. Say this with me. The Lord 
has been mindful of me. The Bible says He'll bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Whatever your household name is, He blesses it. Verse 13. He will bless them that what? Fear the Lord. Not those that are afraid of Him, but simply those who reverence Him. Both small and great. Verse 14. The Lord will increase you more and more, you and your children. Hallelujah. Verse 15. You are blessed of the Lord which made heaven and earth. Woo, glory. Now look over at Psalm 68, verse 19. Oh, the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the whole earth. He wants to show himself a blessing to your life. In Psalm 68, 19, let's read it together. Ready, read. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Let's pause and think about that for a minute. Notice this now. He doesn't do this weekly. He doesn't do this every now and then. He does not load us with benefits yearly or when we get money back from the government. Now that's a blessing. But the Bible says that He loads us how how often? So we could say it this way that I am loaded daily now don't get that other stuff in your mind we're not talking about we're not talking about what we used to be loaded with right no we're loaded with benefits and blessings how often daily Daily. I got to thinking about this a little bit during the first service daily loaded Benefits that are on a regular occurrence. Something that, that, that happened to you already that perhaps you didn't even recognize. I mean, the fact that you were able to wake up this morning is a benefit. The fact that you were able to have a cup of coffee, a piece of toast, and some cereal or whatever you ate this morning before you came to church, that is a benefit. Don't just minimize Him loading you up daily with money or with a promotion. But look at all of the daily things He does for you. It's a benefit. When I left my home today, I was able to drive Brenda's car. Hey, I'm loaded. Thank you. But you know what? There was enough gasoline in the car to get here. That's a daily benefit. When I opened the garage door by pressing it rather than doing it manually, that's a benefit. 
When I drove down Hesperian Boulevard and pulled into this great, big, huge, beautiful facility that is paid and full years and years ahead of time, it is a benefit. It's a benefit. Days of heaven upon the earth. If you can put one foot in front of the other today, man, it's a benefit. Oh, the Lord is good. Whoo, man. You got a job? That's a benefit. We are the most prosperous, one of the most prosperous nations in the entire world. People in third world countries would give anything to sit where you sit. To eat what you eat. And to live where you live. Blessed be the Lord God. Oh man. He just daily loads us. Daily loads us with benefits. After my nap today, I'm going to turn the giants on. That's a benefit. (laughs) Woo, glory to God. On the job, you're aware you have certain benefits. You have health benefits, right? You have dental benefits. Well, in the family of God, you've also got health benefits. Himself took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses. I mean, the mere fact that you've got another healthy day, another day to worship Him, to thank Him, and to praise Him. Oh, man. We're blessed. Don't think about what you don't have. Don't talk about what you don't have. Talk about what you do have. Think about what you do have. Cultivate a lifestyle of thanksgiving. And as you cultivate a lifestyle of thanksgiving, more will be added unto you. This scripture just comes right out of my spirit. Matthew 6, 33. If you will seek me first and place me first and foremost in your life, then all these other things are just simply byproducts and they will be added unto you. Praise Him for the daily benefit of life. Glory to God. Now let's read that again with those thoughts in mind. Psalm 68 verse 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us. Are you in your right mind? That's not all of you. Now wait a minute. Are you in your right mind? What a benefit. What a benefit. That care is not just overtaking your life. That you can wake up with a peace that passes understanding. Say it with me, I'm highly favored. And I'm highly privileged. What do you say for the next few moments that we do a little favor refresher? You know, when you think about the terms favor and blessing and grace, it's all connected together. But what I want to happen in your life today is I want your faith to get, get strong in this area. You've got to believe this. Expect this. Look for it. Confess it. Declare it. Constant favor declarations. 
Constant blessing declarations will mean constant favor and blessing manifestations. Look at with me to Psalms 5 verse 12. Just let's do a little favor refresher today before we receive communion. Everyone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Psalm 5:12. It says for the Lord will bless the righteous with favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. The amplified says as with a shield you will surround him with goodwill, pleasure and favor. The word surround means to encircle, to encompass, or to protect. The favor of God will not only preserve you, but it will protect you. I need the favor of God on my life every day. How about you? Say with me, I have the favor of God. Preserving me and protecting me every day of my life. Listen. When God shows you favor, not only recognize it, but acknowledge it. Yesterday, I left my little granddaughter's birthday party and I flew back home. You know what? The fact that I came home safely, that's the favor of God. That's the favor of God. So when God shows you favor, verbalize it. And say, yeah, that's the favor of God. That's the favor of God showing up in my life. Job 10:12 says, "You have granted me life and favor, and your visitation has preserved my spirit." The word granted there means he's bestowed favor upon you as a gift. Psalms 30 verse 5 in the amplified says this, "For his anger is but for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime." Weeping may endure for a night, but how many of you know joy comes in the morning? That means there's an ever-present source of favor and joy available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Nobody said it was going to be easy to live this life. But when the favor of God shows up in the morning, oh, glory to God. The weeping that you endured for a while seems insignificant when the sun shines in your life. Say with me, favor. Favor. So what does favor do? Here's what favor will do for you. Favor gets you to places you couldn't get by yourself. I speak by the word of the Lord today that many of you have divine appointments with divine favor in the very near future. It gets you to places you can't get by yourself. The favor of God gives you an advantage for success. The word favor simply means to support, to endorse, to assist. I love this. It makes easy. It makes it easier. The word favor means to provide with advantages that show you and I special privileges. One writer said it like this. Say it with me. Favor. favor. It opens doors. It, opens doors. it creates opportunities. Turns adversaries into allies. Accelerates progress. Brings great blessings. Favor is the birthright of every believer. And so position yourself then for his favor. Here is something that I encourage you to say daily and regularly. All right, you ready? 
Listen to this. Simple. I am always in the right place at the right time. Now let's say that three times. I am always in Again, I am always in the right place at the right... Once again, I am always in the right place at the right time. Do you believe that? Then the Spirit of the Lord will direct your steps to always be in the right place at the right time. And you know what that means to you? That means you don't have to worry. And you don't have to be afraid of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. See, there have been people that have been in the wrong place at the wrong time and the Spirit of the Lord's tried to warn them not to go there. But they overrode the leading of the Spirit of God and thus they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And when you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, bad things happen. Is that right? You hang out with the wrong people? Going to the wrong places? You'll find yourself at a time where you're in the wrong time and not good happens. That's why it's important for us then to walk circumspectly. To be aware of our surroundings. And to make sure that we are not dragged down to a level that is beneath our rights and privileges in Christ Jesus. Making sure that we are always in the right place at the right time. See, there's, there's many people that, that use natural things to ensure their protection. And I, I believe in it. I believe in it. I mean, we're going to get cameras all over this church. We're going to get cameras outside. We're going to get cameras in the children's wing, in the preschool ring. I mean, that's what's next here at the church. And, and I believe in, in using an alarm system. I believe in using... Uh, what we use is, is bay alarm. Somebody says, don't you have faith? Yeah, I have faith, but I'm not stupid. I mean, where is it wrong to take protective measures? So you take protective measures, I take protective measures, but we should not take protective measures out of fear. We take protective measures out of wisdom and out of faith, right? Okay? So, I mean, I have a life insurance policy. I believe I'm going to live long, live strong. If I didn't make it, I've got some life insurance set up for my wife and family. I have a health insurance policy. I have dental insurance. But I don't have those things out of fear. I have them out of faith. And so, you know, there are people that have gotten into fear because of of evil that's in the world. There's a lot of evil out there. But the Bible says, don't be overcome with evil. Now, come on. But you overcome evil with what? You overcome evil with good. You overcome evil with the blessing on your life. Because you serve a good God. Well, you know, I, I want to live in a gated community so, so nothing bad will happen to me. Living in a gated community does not insure you from anything bad happening to you. What insures you and makes you the safest of the safe is being in the perfect will of God at all times, in the right place at the right time, under the shadow of El Shaddai. Right? So thank God for gated communities. But you know what? 
you can walk down the most dangerous street in the Bay Area today. And I don't know what street that is. Don't want to know. But I know you're thinking of a few right now. You can walk down the most dangerous street in the Bay Area in the perfect will of God, in the perfect timing of God, and have His angels surrounding you and protecting you, making you the safest of the safe. Amen? And you can walk down the safest street in the Bay Area out of the will of God. And have the enemy attack you. So, how do we do this? We do this in faith. How do we live? We live by faith. We live by words filled with faith. We nourish our hearts with faith-filled words. And we say regularly, Lord, thank you for directing my steps today. I declare this day that I'm always in the right place. I'm in the right place at the right time. And when you do that regularly, he'll see to it that you are in the right place with the right people at the right time. But not only will you be protected, also he will bring opportunities to you. He will draw golden opportunities into your way, into your life. Isn't that awesome? There's no way that you can figure this out in your head. How's God going to do this? How's God going to do that? You just be about your father's business, declaring his favor, declaring his blessing, doing your best to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And great good shall come your way. And you'll be daily loaded with his benefits. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, good things. Good and great things are coming my way. And they're coming your way. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's what's happening right now. We're getting more blessing-minded right now. I mean, since I opened my mouth this morning and started preaching on this, I am more aware of the blessing on my life. I'm more aware of His favor going before me and doing things for me I can't do for myself. I'm more aware of the fact that I'm always in the right place at the right time. Doing the right thing. You see, get blessing-minded. Get favor-minded. Not just for yourself, but for others. And in closing, look at Job chapter 22, verse 28. We just barely scratched the surface of this. But I like just kind of digging around in the blessing, don't you? Job 22, 28. Now here is a major key to activating... The blessings of God in your life. Job twenty two twenty eight in the Amplified says, You shall also decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established for you. And the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. So notice, let's break this down in closing. You make a quality decision at 12.22 a.m. Yeah, I told you what time it is. 12.22 a.m. Here at 24800 Asperian Boulevard. Right here at Heart of the Bay. You make a quality decision. You decide this day that you will speak only what God's Word has to say about your situation. 
I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, make a decision. Choose life. So make a decision. And once you've made a decision, release it. Decree a thing. And here's what God will do. He will establish it for you. And the light of His favor will shine upon your ways. Listen to this. When God establishes something for us, that means He fixes it. He settles it. He makes it firm to the place where it becomes a common occurrence and a reality in your life. Expect His favor and His blessing to show up in every area of your life. Did you get anything out of this today? Praise God. Let's lift our hands. Let's all stand to our feet right now. Let's pray this prayer together before we receive communion. Say, thank you, Lord. Abraham's blessings are mine. Lord Jesus, I make the quality decision today to become covenant-minded, blessing-minded, and favor-minded. The blessing of God is upon my life. I will be willing and obedient, and I will eat the good of the land. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Jesus. And your blessing is upon my life. Hallelujah. With these thoughts in mind, are you ready to receive communion? All right. Let's worship the Lord. You may be seated as they pass out the elements.